All right, I think we're recording now. All good? Yes, sir. Of course, celebratory of a blunt before we start the podcast. How is everybody? How y'all doing? Once upon a time, <laughs> this is the story of Gato da Bato. The story of Bato, the strongest donkey in the village. Have you ever heard about that? So Bato, Bato is the donkey in the village in the West. Born different, looking different. Bato never did what them other donkeys would do. When donkeys hee-haw, my fucker Bato would try to barf. I'm not even being funny. If you've been where I'm from, if you hear the dumb stories I've heard, then you know the story of Bato is real in some villages. So, back to my story of my red donkey in the story of West Africa, where every donkey is either black or white. I guess that's everywhere. This donkey came out red. So, off rip, Gato da Bato was a cast. And motherfuckers wasn't fucking with that donkey because they're scared. Nigga, you look different. But well, he worked his way up. He didn't stay a piece of shit. He didn't stay in a while. Once the rainy season started in the village, people realized, there goes this strong-ass donkey getting shit done by himself in the wild and no wolves, no lion, no hyenas eating him. He might have something special. Let's try to use him. They went and, you know, convinced Bato with the best fine cereals and fine food you can find for a donkey. They found that for Gato da Bato and convinced him to come back to them. Give them a chance because now they believe in him. And he accepted he moved back to the village, started working harder than he was even in the wild, put in the work for all of them. He did. He never turned it off. Bato never turned off the hustle for his village people because guess what? He was scared of being rejected. He was scared of being sent back in the wild. He was scared of being alone again because there are no donkeys in the wild. He's alone. He had to fake it till he made it. He had to either play a wild horse, or I don't know what the fuck Bato was doing in the wild to get his shit done. But he was still alive. So once he came back to the village and people loved him for the work he could put in, he didn't want to lose that. So he stayed, put in the work. Even when they didn't need him to work, he would look like he's working. But nothing stays forever. Things move, days change, And the rainy season is over. Less and less people need his help. Less and less people need his presence. He was left alone once again. But this time, no one is hating him. No one is scared of him. Now they're indifferent. They know he exists. They used to him, 
He's not new or threatening to them no more. But they still don't have no use for Bato. So guess what? Bato wandered back in the wild, alone, lonely, and back to his bullshit again. You would think that's all, right? That should be all. But nah, it ain't it. Because guess what? Motherfuckers is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. People are fucked up. Because here comes the dry season. There's no more food in the village. People are starving. People are starting to go through the emergency provisions. People are starting to go through their own animals. Eat your own donkey or whatever. But I'm sure those that love their donkeys wouldn't eat them. But what happened is a few villagers that didn't have nothing to eat, that didn't have access to anything they could slay and grill, came together, talked, and they came to an agreement. Bato don't have an owner. Bato is big and strong. Nobody would question us for killing Bato. Nobody would miss Bato. And guess what the fuck happened to Bato? Grill master barbecue pit, motherfucker. They ate that son of a bitch. They killed him, grilled him, and ate him. It was a hunger season. They didn't want to try anything else. They didn't want to give it a chance to go out of the village and find food or, I don't know, any other solution. Maybe turn vegetarian. <laughs> but yeah, the ate battle. He wasn't anyone's donkey. Therefore, that's no one's loss. And that was, uh, that's the story of Bato, the village's red donkey. Moral of the story is, fuck these people. Never let yourself <laughs> be a gato, the bato. I mean it. Mm-hmm. You cannot let yourself be Battle the Red Donkey. Anyway, welcome to the Train of Thoughts Podcast. I'm Shekumar the Cartel. This is whatever episode it is. You know I'm not regular, but I try to stay consistent the best way I can. But yeah, welcome to the Train of Thoughts. We're going to try to talk about anything and everything, I guess. But I'm glad I'm back again. Hopefully this time for maybe a more consistent base production podcast, if somebody will produce it. Yeah. How is everybody? How is your world? How have you been dealing with the boosters? How is your COVID seasons? How is your life turning out? Are you feeling like a red donkey? Or are you feeling like a regular donkey? Are you getting the attention you need? Or are you getting the attention you want? Are you with the people you love? Or are you loving the people you with? 
How is your end of the year? Hmm? It's cold again. In most parts of the country, and for those not in this country, I'm in the U.S. As of this podcast is being recorded. And most precisely on the East Coast, fucking New York, Brick City. It's cold. It is cold. Very, very, very cold. Yeah. And uh, one thing led to another. Now we have to do boosters every two months. And I don't know if I'm concerned about this shit, to be honest. We're just going to do what we got to do. We're just going to do what we got to do. But one booster that motherfuckers is going to need, if you definitely live around New York, New Jersey, whatever, Philadelphia, the East Coast, up north, if you live around here, forget about a booster, forget about a mink coat, you're going to need a body, a human body, a warming body. You're going to need a flesh coat. Motherfuckers can call it cuffing season. Some other people spell it backwards. But hey, this season, you're going to need a flesh coat. You're going to need a human being around you because there's nothing going to beat this cold but somebody you can take to pound town with. Sweat it out. I mean it. It's going to be long. It's going to be a long-ass winter this year. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be a motherfucking long-ass winter, and it ain't going to be for the week. Because <laughs> this year, and it ain't like, oh, I'm going this, I'm doing this, I'm going over here, I'm doing over here. They're about to lock this shit down again. And this time, they're not going to lock it down like they did before, and it was kind of fun. No. They're just going to lock you motherfuckers down again. So grab your neighbor before they lock y'all down. Because, yeah, motherfuckers is going to go crazy this year. Worse than last year. I think last year, suicide went up to like almost 18 or 20%. Don't quote me. Go do your own research. I don't even know why you're going to use my information as if it was strong, evident, real information. But, hey, nowadays the way the news is, I guess you can use any information you think of. Because, motherfuckers, CNN said Joe Rogan was on half dewormer. A horse dewormer, my bad. But yeah, that just Joe Rogan of being Horace Dewarmer, and this nigga was just on some different type of pills to get rid of his whatever strong flu he was going through. So, guess what? Ain't no good news going on anywhere anyway. So, if this is the news you're going to take and run with, nigga, take it and run with. Let them know where you got it from. It's on the, the Cartel Train of Thoughts podcast. Share it. Plug it. Let them know where you heard that dumb shit from. So, back to the subject where I was on. Niggas trying to get bitches, bitches trying to get niggas because it's winter time. Shit. So what y'all doing over there? Did you find somebody? Will you find somebody? Or are you the somebody that another one is looking to find? And if that's the case, put your hand all the way up high so they can see your ass before somebody else is found ahead of you. Because it's only a month. And the amount of big, giant-ass coats I've seen, <laughs> never seen that before. The amount of people I see changing their attitudes and be behaving smoothly and nicely and all that right now, never seen that before. 
And you know what that means. It's cold. It's cold out there. <laughs> oh, God. Listen. Don't just run up there and pick up anything or anyone just because you're lonely. Okay? You don't. You don't want to undersell yourself. You don't want to undervalue yourself. You don't want to live a gato de bato life. You don't want to be the red donkey of the village, man. You want to have somebody on your side that deserves to be around you. You want to have somebody on your side that deserves to have you. You don't want to just go around and have people bad Yelp reviewing your activities because if you don't value yourself and you just want to be out there for the streets, number one, you're going to lose your sweet sauce. And number two, motherfuckers ain't going to value you no more. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If everybody can fuck you, nobody want to fuck you no more. Who the fuck want to fuck you? No. You're easily accessible. And nobody wants that. People want exclusive shit. Exclusive. Yeah, people want exclusive shit. Nobody want to deal with what everybody got. Nigga, if that's the case, I'm just getting McDonald's and get that cheap shit and keep it moving. Get my dopamine pumped up for the next five, eight minutes and my life is good. So do your best. Don't undervalue yourself. Don't undersell yourself. Put yourself up there so somebody up there might see you. But if you leave yourself down here, you're only going to be seen you're only going to be found. You're only going to be touched by those down there. And those down there, they don't deserve you. Think about it. Think about it. How many times have you been with the partner you thought was the right partner, but then you realize that it's not the right partner? I'm sure we've all been there. Now, Think about it. If you knew that by taking chances with the wrong partner, it was still going to end up bad, wasn't you, wouldn't you focus and just do your best to go and take the risk with the right partner that you might think is really the right partner? And what I'm trying to say is what? A lot of you motherfuckers out there want to go for the easy grip. If you see one burger on the first floor and a caviar on the 10th floor, you don't want to put in the work to get on the 10th floor and get that caviar, so you're going to just get that little fucking raggedy steak on the, on the first floor. But guess what? You're still going to shade it out. You're still going to go through it. You're still going to feel it. So since you're going to eat that shitty ass burger and shade it out and feel it and sweat it out, how about you just take your time, take more risks, Put in more work and go all the way up to the last floor and get that caviar so you can really get more feelings for your tongue. More enjoyment for your body. <laughs> Not that ass. Think about it. Why wouldn't you try that? If you know that by going for the least, you're still going to have to put the most. Why not just go for the most so you can still just put the most and when you win, you have won a great big ass prize that everybody won. Instead of going for the low, when you're still going to put in the work for it and you might just not win it. And even if you win it, nobody wants it because only you find lush into it. 
Get what I'm saying? Exactly. So, don't cheat yourself. Don't sell yourself cheap. Don't limit yourself short. Go all the way up there. Give it a shot. And if you didn't make it happen, then guess what? All those at the bottom, because they saw you try it up there, oh, no, anybody from the bottom that can see you up there don't want nothing from the bottom no more. They're going to try to get your attention so you can touch them and bring them up there with you. So you can just fill them and maybe hopefully one day they get to come up there with you on that energy. So guess what? Never go for the least. Always go for the most because when you don't get it, you've tried it, and the least is going to come for you because they saw you try the most. Moral of the story, stop playing with bum niggas. It's cold. I get it. It's brick. It's like brick ass cold out there. It's about to even be worse. I get it. But stop playing with yourself. Figuratively and literally. Stop fucking playing with yourself. Take your time. Value yourself. And get out there. And somebody's going to do the exact same thing. And your path is going to cross. And once your path cross, guess what? You want to something that you never thought you could get. So... Yes, I get it. You want to get your shit off, release your stress, have something you can touch and squeeze so you won't be alone on that bed during the cold season. I get it. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do because it's cuffing season. But remember, when you're cuffed up with the wrong partner, when you're cuffed up with the least valuable partner, Oh, you really cuffed up now. You in jail. You sad. You 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 want to run away. You don't want to deal with that. Now you in a whole different situation that you have to put in work to get out of when you could have in the first time just avoided it. So, my brother, my sister, stay away from the least and run towards the best. Because guess what? Even when you don't get the best, you've tried it. You've seen it, you've felt it, and now you got more chances of being the best. And you might get to a point where instead of you looking for the best, now they're looking for the best. And guess who's the best? Exactly, you. So, do not allow yourself to take the list from people. Because one thing that's going to happen is what? We grow to attach ourselves. With those people. And that's where a lot of us fail. People always claim that they can't fall in love with such and such, but they can only fall in love with such and such. I'll tell you something. If you're locked in a room with a damn donkey, as a matter of fact, if you're locked in a room and the spirit of Battle the Red Donkey shows up in there, Keeps you company for the next two months. Guess who you're going to be in love with? The spirit of Gato, Bato, the red donkey. Gato, the Bato, the red donkey. He's going to be a loved one. He's going to be your best friend. He's going to be the best thing that happened to your life. Okay? 
So when people put it out there as if love or affection was something that has one formula and one formula only, you're lying to yourselves. You grew to love somebody that's been around you for a minute. You got used to that person. You got used to their personality. You got used to talking to them. You got used to being with them. Therefore, not that they're taking you for granted or you're taking them for granted, but because you are so used to each other, you expect each other to be there and you expect to only be compatible with each other. But you don't realize that you was once alone. You don't realize that you was once out there proud in the field. <laughs> Strong stallion. <laughs> you know that. Shit. But once you got tamed, once you got found, once you felt like you failed for her, you fall for her or whatever's supposed to be said, you realize you can't live without her no more. You can't do it without that partner no more. Him, her, whatever you do, you're dealing with. But once you realize that, guess what? You're like, damn, I'm staying here now. But what you're not understanding, you might be starting your own growth, my friend. You might be keeping yourself in a small fucking tank. You heard about a theory of how a fish can't grow past the size of a tank it's in? You might be doing the same thing to yourself. You might be limiting your life. You might be limiting where you could go. You might be putting a cap on how far you could have risen by staying with a partner A or partner B just because of the comfort. Have you ever wondered why humanity never stopped advancing, never stopped growing? Have you ever wondered how some humans are always at the forefront of any and everything modern and futuristic. Have you ever wondered or asked yourself? Well, that's because these motherfuckers are comfortable with what's uncomfortable. They're good with putting themselves in a situation that no one wants to be in. If you think about it, from inventors to creators to your regular influencers, to your celebrities, even to your best friend that got businesses going. What do they all have in common? Dealing with uncomfortability. Doing shit that you might not want to do. It might be being in front of people, talking in public, screaming in front of people, dancing in front of people, working, putting in the work, failing in front of people. It might be anything and everything. But whatever it is that you're not willing to do, that they're willing to do, puts them in front of you. And once you realize that it's just a matter of taking the step to do what none of us want to do, that's what puts these people up there. Once you realize that, you're going to think for yourself and understand, why am I here? Why am I with this person or that person? Can I do better? Can they do better? Can we do better? And doing better doesn't mean you got to leave that person. No, y'all both might have to grow and be better people for the best of yourselves. Y'all might even be able to grow together, which is great. But a lot of times you have to go and grow on your own. A lot of times people wouldn't want to grow with you because they're comfortable where they at. Human beings are very comfortable 
where they be at. That's why only 1% of the humanity is the elite. That's why only 10% of the humanity is holding on to this world's wealth. Because the 90% are comfortable being comfortable. And the rest of that percent, the 10%, they are uncomfortable being comfortable. Take this and run with it. You want me to repeat myself? I'll do that. 90% of the world is comfortable being comfortable. They do not like to deal with discomfort. And the 10% of the world that's leading this world and that's holding the wealth of this world, they are uncomfortable being comfortable. Very much so. They are not comfortable to the comfort. Because guess what? They know the diamond only lay in the dirt. So for you to get it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get dirty a little bit. You're going to work it out. And once you come out of that dirt, clean that diamond out. As it's shining, you're shining, making your bread. And a lot of people haven't realized that yet. In order for you to shine on top of the pyramid, you're going to have to go down there in the gutter and dig it. Come out with it. Clean it up. Shape it up. Sell it. Make your money. And now we're going to look up to you. Until then, you ain't getting nothing. And a lot of us cannot go forward unless people is giving us empty motivations, unless people is telling us we're the shit, unless people is telling us we can do it. A lot of us cannot do nothing, anything. And that's sad. Because most of the times, we deal with our ideas of who or what we got in front of us, not realizing that person or that situation might not even be what you think it is. You might be, like let's say you're standing in front of a fire. You might create your own scenario to the point where that fire looks like a volcano. But only you, only you can calm your brain down, get out of that world of dreaming or fantasy, come back to reality and look that fire from what it, for what it is and realize that it's just fire. That dumb example that I'm using is just to let you know shit is only in your head, good or bad. When you think people love you, it's mostly in your head. Only two or three people love you and you might think it's ten. When you think people hate you, it's still the same. It's just in your head. You might think everybody hates you, but it's just one or two niggas that really need to hate you that hate you. You might have really pissed the motherfuckers off and they have to hate you. And they hate you. And now you're running with it thinking everybody hates you. It's the same thing when you think everybody's fucking with you. It's the same thing when you think nobody's fucking with you. It's all around fucking globe, all over your place, anywhere you can think of. Nothing is never what it is all the way. There's always a middle point where nuance nuance can exist. There's always somewhere where a debate can be had. What I'm trying to say is what? 
when you really think of something or somebody, the version of them that you're thinking of, allow yourself to step out of your fantasy so you can see who you're really dealing with, so you can see what you're really dealing with. You get what I'm saying? 